Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. We got plenty to go off the rails on today. My brother, True Jab God. The 20th anniversary, can you believe it? Not really, man. I can't believe it, honestly. <laughs> In 20 where years, it's crazy. Where were you that day? Let's break it down from the get. Um, the odd thing is I was like, um, that day I was driving this riding mower around that me and a friend had stole from this barn. And like, <laughs> we like drove it into the, we drove it all around this field and then crashed it through the doors when these people came down this hill behind this church and like saw us We're like, hey, get out of there. So we just like crashed it in there, dipped, left. And we went to this apartment complex where some of my friends had lived at the time. And uh, ironically enough, we were, we, we had to go over there to turn in this note, like, because we had gotten caught stealing their golf cart and broke their golf cart, ran it down this hill and like ran over all their tennis nets and shit. So we had to like write this like long letter thing. And uh, so we were going to turn it in and I, and then we like looked at on the TV there when we were there at our, our friend's apartment and shit. And that all that was going down on the TV that day, uh, like the smoke pouring out of the building top and everything. It was insane. It was a very sobering moment. Like, wait, what? And at first, you don't have any idea. Like, the very first day it happened, most people, even people who were attuned to what actually went down, ha- had no no clue. Most people had no clue that this is something that was orchestrated and planned. And, and uh, you know, we took it at face value at first, just like most people do with the things they see on the media now, even with COVID and everything else. They take it at face value. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, as a matter of fact, it was so over the top, bigger than life, that I didn't think it was real. I thought I was watching a movie. I'm like, whoa, I've it never seen this. Seem real. Yeah, it I was literally so thought I was watching like an action adventure movie, like, you know, a Die Hard 15 or something. But I'm like, oh, I've never seen this one. Whoa, with the trade centers, huh? That's, a, that's an interesting take. And I'm literally yeah, thinking I'm watching a movie and then it just keeps going with like, there's no, you know, there's no dialogue and it, it would have been the boringest movie ever because it was just the newscasters were blown away and in shock, right? Like, if you listen to reports from that day, there's so much dead air because they're just like, uh, 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 you know, so. Yeah, nobody knew how to couple, process that. Right. So after a couple seconds, it clicked like, no, this isn't a movie because if it was, there would be constant dialogue and, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hollywood embellishments and all like all the likes. So that's when it clicked. Yeah, I was in San Francisco, and uh, I was at home. You know, my ex had just gone to work. She was a teacher, and um, I remember calling her or texting her one of the two to make sure she was okay. And then just glued to the TV, just like wow. But you know, my my original thought: I can't believe they did it. My original thought. They being terrorists or they being the powers the of state. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you knew already. Oh, yeah. It you was the benefit it was... of being older than me at, at that time, too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was, I was 20 something. I was 20 something at that time, maybe 30. And um, yeah, no, I was 30 years old, 33. And, uh, and I'd had, you know, I'd also had the previous history of all my previous leaders being assassinated by the by the deep state. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Now through the Freedom of Information Act, it's come out that yep, you know, FBI was responsible for uh, for Martin Luther King, for Fred Hampton. The CIA sat back and watched while he was assassinated, so they were basically complicit. So yeah. Between the CIA and the FBI, they basically took out all the leaders of the left throughout the 60s and 70s. Fucking insane, bro. I mean, that's just how it is, though. I mean, it's how it's been forever, and it's still that way. People don't get it still. Coalition, what up? Mm. (sighs) What up, y'all? Let's see, let's see. I had a couple points. 
Oh, the Young Turks. Yeah, I remember years. I think it's been, yeah, it had, it's had to have been years. When I first encountered the Young Turks, I was like, who is these? They're just, their personalities are just so ridiculous. I'm like, I can't even listen to the news because I don't respect y'all as people. Uh, this is even before I really kind of started to wake up and like really analyze people, for real. But uh, 9-11, I think I was, I think I was in sixth grade. Had to be sixth grade science class, and they came over the PA system and told me, and I came home and watched it on the news, and it was a big deal for, you know, us younger people, because they interrupted all our cartoons, which wasn't as big of a deal for me, because I already watched the news anyway, but I remember not having an emotional response, so I knew it was kind of, it was something. So, Coalition, let me just ask one question. What did they say at school? Did they say, America is under attack? We're at war. Like, how did they announce it? You know what I mean? Because uh -huh. that frames everything, right? For Gab? Yeah, yeah. As what kids, especially, right? Especially as a kid, right? Where did you go home with your tail between your legs? Like, oh my God, this is World War Three. You know what I mean? I wasn't, was I wasn't even 20 yet at the time. I wonder, like, did, did school kids just go chill? Because, like, you and I would have been, like, pulling pranks in the gym, right, having an ice cream or something. Like, was it like that? Or was it, like, lockdown type shit? I wonder. Yeah. I had just gotten out of school, and so I was like, yeah, I don't know. Curious. Let's pop this bubble and see what he says. I was so young, but at the same time, I, you know, I was into all of that stuff. You know what I mean? I was, I was a very analytical person at a very young age. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I'd seen news articles and I'd even watched, you know, CNN when they host, when they used to host, I don't know if they still do, like the little Senator Congress meetings or mm -hmm. whatever. And like certain shit would piss me off as a little kid. But I remember sitting there like they blast us with the, um, with the COVID shit 24-7. Oh, I probably should have censored my whatever. But, uh, you know what I mean? They blast us with the, the 19. I just... I, it's the same kind of thing for me. I get the same non-reactionary, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you actually doing? Kind of vibe that I got when I was little. I don't know. A good vibe to have. I mean, we should always be asking why, right, you Gab? Yeah, I would think. If not, <laughs> why aren't you asking why? <laughs> Not asking why, but why not? Um, I love that bumper sticker or T-shirt or whatever. If you're not pissed off, you're not paying attention, right? I mean, I get it. After getting pissed, after being pissed off, you got to take a break. I got to walk away, like go smell some roses, take a walk in nature, recharge my batteries and shit. So I get it. But but then I come back to the fight because there's always something that needs our help. There's always something that's not being talked about enough. I'm changing the title. Right on. Yeah, and, uh, you know, so going back to the 9-11 thing, part of it, I think, is what's called cognitive dissonance, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's, that's when... Uh, when the reality of something is so far from everything that you've been taught that it's just hard to come to terms with it, so you stick to what you've been taught as opposed to evidence right in front of your face. And that's a huge part of, of the public consciousness when it comes to 9-11, because nobody wants to believe that your government would just sacrifice three or 4,000 people because they want to do some shit that we don't approve of. Right. No, nobody wants to believe that. That's right. Horrible. But then there's the reality of like, well, you know, and, and, and Jab, you and I both have some info on like, well, look, what are some of the proven horrible things that our government's done? So one of the many. first, right? One of the first ones that comes to my mind is the Tuskegee experiments, right? Uh, yeah. Where they knowingly gave black and not, and, and I mean, airline pilots so these were like elite airmen and they gave them syphilis and then instead of treating them every time they came in for quote unquote a checkup or whatever they just observed what it's doing to them and watched them die of it 
after like 30 years. Yeah, right? fucking absurd, right? That's proven. Uh, that's that's proven. And they sacrificed a multitude of servicemen at Pearl Harbor to, uh, you know, enable us to do what we wanted to do there with our nuclear weapons and everything else. Put us in the war. You know, they. Yeah. That was also orchestrated. At the very least, it was allowed to occur. But at the I'm very sure. least, it was allowed. And there's another great documentary that I urge people to watch, The Coming War with China. And it talks about when we were doing our nuclear testing in in the Pacific, we left a bunch of people on the Marshall Islands, basically, so we could see what radiation does. They all died of cancer. Hmm. I went to a Catholic private school in... um, St. Louis, Missouri. It was St. Louis Cathedral Basilica. There's a school behind it. Most people don't know that. But uh, I remember they came over the, 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 the comm system. They said, uh, let's all just have a moment of silence for um, everybody in New York and the victims of whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? It didn't make any sense to us because we were used to them coming over the intercom system and telling us to pray. So we were already conditioned to bow our heads and shut the fuck up. So right. it wasn't that big of a deal, but it had never happened before that they came over the, the PA system to tell us to pray for other people. You know, that that was new. And then I didn't, you know, we didn't realize the gravity yeah. of it until we got home and watched television, you know, and we talked about it the next day. Yeah, I really like what he said. I really like what he said about bow and shut up. That reminds me of the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Mm-hmm. Right? What are we taught to do? Put our hand over our heart. And basically, we're taught to put our country before our family, right? Like, I'll leave my before family and go, off and, right. go off and die for this country. Yeah. Right? You're pledging I mean, allegiance. I don't pledge allegiance to anybody. Like, if you're cool to me, I'll be cool to you. As soon as that it stops, then I'm yeah. There's no allegiance, right? I got loyalty. That's different, right? Right. You're loyal to somebody as long as they don't fuck you. But but allegiance? That's just blind, right? That's just, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know the exact definition. To be honest with you, I don't know. It's. I mean, uh, I mean conceptually, I agree 100 percent with what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the exact definition is. Loyalty or commitment of a subordinate to a superior or of an individual to a group or cause. Those wishing to receive citizenship must swear allegiance to the republic. Hmm. Interesting. That spells it all out. Yeah. Fuck that. Subordinate to a superior? Hell no. They work for us. They work for us. Yeah, that brings how fucked up it is into light. What's up, Blizzard? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, yo. True dab, God, my motherfucking brother. You already know, King. What up, dude? Oh, shit, I almost forgot. That's what, and another thing. Ah, that name is funny as fuck. That should have been voted best stereo name, yo. Because I think every time somebody's talking, they be like, and another thing, especially when you as smart as Dave is and you drop the motherfucking facts, because then you continually come into the listener's box and be like, and another thing. Or if you heard like me and you cursing a motherfucker out, you see what I'm saying? You'd be like, yo, you punk ass bitch. And another motherfucking thing. So I would have to add the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? In there. I'd have had to add that in there. Yeah, it's funny how often people say it, and now I mean, when I hear it, I I obviously think I connect it with you because it's your name and another thing. Um, it's like it's funny how often people will say it on here and shit. Yeah. Like they'll say it. They even people even say it. People even say it in a talk with me, and they don't realize they're saying it. And I'll point it out. Right, and right, up. right, right. <laughs> I love that. It's fucking funny. Coalition, yeah. you coming up here? Mr. Bliss, welcome. 
Coalition, what's up? Happy Sept Love Eve. True Dab God taught me that saying. I haven't heard it before. I, I made like it, it up. It's just, Did you? Yeah. I believe that. Sept Love Eve, baby. What up, Coalition? I, I just wanted to say, like, all right, so for this to be a quote unquote Christian nation, the whole pledge of allegiance, like I got plicked, I got kicked out of class plenty of times growing up because I refused to say the pledge of allegiance. Me too. There are some, there are some and it was normally history class for whatever reason. Um, I think I know coalition. why. But you know it's coalition. You know it's hilarious. After fifth grade, I refused. My parents were both like freedom fighters. You know, civil civil rights, women's rights, big time, right? And uh, so. I didn't want to be forced to do anything, and I saw some of the wrongs that, that at that time. What was it? We were um, there. We had a monopoly. Uh, there was a great boycott because of something hideous in South America, Central and South America, that American corporations were doing. So when I was a kid, there was a great boycott, and my family was all political, so I knew about it. So I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to do the Pledge of Allegiance. What about the farmers in Guatemala? You know, and people <laughs> right. would just look at me like I'm crazy. You know, and uh, so I would always I would always get sent to the office and I'm like, well, fuck you. I'll go sit in the office for a half hour, you know, every day. What are you going to do? Kick me out of school because I just won't do that now. So I got yeah, eventually for weeks, for weeks and the principals all agreed with it. They all they all agreed to the fact that I should have stood up. I'm like, you act like I'm pledging allegiance to you and getting offended, right. but I'm not, I'm not standing. I will stand up, but I'm not pledging. I promise you. But let's even speak to that. So what if you did? So what if it was pledging allegiance to them? You don't owe them anything. They're just some. They're just the head administrator. They're not a Nazi, right? Um, why do they I always? Mean, why do they always cling to that little bit of power they got? Dude, they the they make you start saying it at five years old. No kid right. at five years old knows what the fuck indivisible is, and half of the things that they're saying in there are what the actual connected meaning is. It's like such an early form of brainwashing to begin our our entire career of indoctrination and they start it when you're five years old right and that's a great point before we even know what the words are right those are some of the biggest words we're saying at that time in our life i bet true mm-hmm. right and then and, and to have the whole school in on it, right and that's a whole nother level right because coalition i that's a wild that, that that i experienced we experienced the exact same thing of like oh no hell no you know let's let's say you're in a gymnasium uh you know what i'm saying when you let's say you're in a gymnasium as a kindergartner all you see is three four five hundred children stand up and put their hands over their arm you like we at this right point, and all have, chant the same we, chant. we have yeah we haven't learned history we don't know that we look like Nazis. talking about liberty and justice for all you don't like, know, know that what you look like Nazis yet but guess what you look like a bunch of little nazi children don't we Exactly. Anytime, or or some crazy religious cult that's about to drink some right. Kool Aid. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, right. Who knows what kind of you know mystic powers behind a chant like that? Or you know, if you've ever been fight. to, or if you've oh. ever been to an AA meeting. <laughs> God grant me the serenity. <laughs> I haven't yet. There might be some in my future. I will. I was also raised Christian, so it didn't make sense to me because I was raised it, as as Christians. You don't you don't swear oaths because you don't you don't you don't put your faith in men. You don't swear an oath to a you know a man. True. Don't What's worship up, an, idol, an idol god, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's our Lady B in the house. Lady B in the house. And I mean, I still People stand. Are. What's that up, brother? I used to. Understand how it related to doctors, but as I got older, of course, I know it's magic. It's you know, pharmacia and the, the Latin roots of the word, the etymology of it, and all like, yeah, it's magic. Of uh, I mean, modern magic. so I, I'm like, well, how does that apply to doctors? You know, I, you took an oath at us, and you know, lawyers and courts, and when you get, you know, what I mean, like, how, I used to like, how is that a bad thing if you if you swear on the Bible? Like, why are you swearing on a Bible anyway? People, I mean, you don't have to. Christian to swear on the Bible, but they want you to. Like, that doesn't, and, it never makes sense to me when I was younger. And why but does not, it make sense? You don't take and, notes. 
And why does it mean something? Because it's a certain book. Like, what if we chose like Gone with the Wind and swore on that? Does it mean the same thing? Why not? Well, Biden swears on a on a not normal Bible type book. Yeah, that's the Devil's Bible. I forget the, the Satanic Bible by Anton Lavey. No, it's something it was older. A, it than was that. no, I remember it was the Codex Gigas, I believe. It's not Codex Gigas is enormous. That shit was enormous, bro. It was a big. No, ass. no, no, enormous. The biggest like, what? A Codex Gigas is enormous. It's like literally you have to be a giant to hold it and open it. It takes multiple oh. men to carry that. It's an enormous book. When you research it, you'll see. Triple D. What even up, Google Triple Deuce? Even Google said that's what it is. No, it's it's not, bro. It's not. I I I started that rumor back in that time, actually. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I didn't hear Codex. That. I didn't hear that. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, Codex Gigas is a, a gigantic book that's way bigger than that book. That book that Biden's using is big. Um, it's bigger than most books you'll fuck with, and it's thick, but it's not gigantic. The the yeah. Codex Gigas, if you look it up, is is literally gigantic. Yeah, and the Magus, the Magus is another big old book, right? It's like I don't know, five hundred pages, and it way predates a bunch. You know, it's like I don't know, Middle Ages type shit, full of spells. Yeah. The Magus. All of Codex, like I mean, I believe it. I heard it. I believe I saw it on Google. It was literally on. It was on Google Answers. So when I looked, what it, is? it was on Google Answers. So I don't know well, Google, Google, Google always lies. But um, yeah, that's yeah. The, literally, it's Wait it's a minute. three. I'm just kidding. Are, is this are a you joke? talking to us? Yes. You called me. It weighs literally. You talking to me? Coalition. Yes. The Codex Gigas. Is three feet tall and weighs 165 pounds. Who was reading? Gigas. Oh, ski, ski, ski. I'm not spending. I'm not spending my life reading Abel. I promise. Right. Spend your life reading what? Abel. One when singular, he can read a singular book. I'm not right. Right. Well. The, that book would have taken decades for the one person that wrote it to actually write. So there's like, there's like, um, there's like a, a story behind it that said he wrote it in like one night and uh, the devil came and helped him write it. It's called the devil's Bible. And um, it, it's, it's been researched with the penmanship. It matches one person. So that entire book was literally yeah, penned Georgia. by one person and it's printed on skin. Is it human skin? Well, they, they say it's not human skin, but it could very well be, of course. Ooh, is it, um, is, it, is it a bunch of little pages, like baby backs? No, they're enormous pages, dude. They're like two uh -oh. feet by three feet per page. That'd be a full-on full grown adult man. Yeah. Right. Back to It puts the lotion on its skin. It's pretty interesting if you look at some of the pages of that book and if you read like the lore of that book, but there's all kinds of crazy old codexes of different kinds. Oh, yeah. The Devil's Bible. Yeah, the Devil's Bible. Who wrote it? Well, supposedly Sorry. one monk did and uh, he had to, he had like the he had to do it by a certain time, so he was like, you know, sentenced to write this book or something, because um, he broke his vows as a monk. So, so he was like walled up to write this book, and so because it was an impossible task, he ended up having to ask for help from a fallen angel, Lucifer, to help him finish the book in exchange for his soul. Huh. That's heavy. Oh, I know. Wow, I wonder what the punishment would have been. Because if, if you're willing to give up your soul in order to accomplish the task, like, what are you right. afraid of? Right, <laughs> right. I would never make a pact with the devil. Like, because you think the punishment for not completing the task would be much harsher if you're willing to sell your soul just to do it. Right, exactly. Yeah, the devil is 
you can sell that? Your soul? Yeah, mine's not for sale. You probably can't. Yeah, I don't think yours is probably worth I sold mine when I was Some of us could. It's worth nothing to anybody else. Oh, shit. Damon and, and Lady B in the comments is popping. Grand evening to all the ladies and gentlemen on the panel. Grand evening to you, Mr. True Dab. How are you? Mr. Another hey. Baby. Grand evening to you, Mr. Coalition. Grand evening to you. And also, grand evening to you, Ms. Rara, once again. Just, I'm quietly sitting off in the corner listening in to the topic of discussion at hand inside this A&N chamber. And if I am compelled to speak at any given point, you will definitely hear from me. Also, Ms. Rara, Mr. True Dab, Check your emails because I, I cc'd everyone on this. Very, these are some very interesting um, posts that I came across in my um, in my social media feed regarding nine okay. eleven, and there's some okay. interesting connections, and there's even a map that Perfect. actually um, spells it out. Um, again, this could be some additional information to help you connect the dots surrounding this event. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting because tomorrow is the eve of it, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention also. Oh, yeah, to, to, today's the eve. It's, it's the eve, eve right now, well, which is why we're doing this show. And uh, Lady Bomber, thank you so much. What am I chopped liver? I want that email. I'm, I'm going to go sit at Lady B's table. My Instagram is attached. Right. To, I want that email. I want the info. Triple Deuce, you're not going anywhere. I just did six hours, like, back to back. I'm like, my back hurts. Oh, here give, me, give me 10 minutes, girl. Oh. <laughs> love you. Trap door. Love you anyway. Yeah. Tomorrow's the 20th uh, anniversary. Right. This is the to eve the, right the, now. This is the eve, yeah. That's why it's uh, the title is Seplev Eve, September 11th Eve. I see the email you got me. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't wait to look through that, actually. You got to send that to me, Dad, if there's something good in there. I'll send it right now. Send it right now. Actually, because what's your about, email address? My email is, is my name and another thing with Dave at Gmail. Mine's true dab got at Gmail. Oh, that's good. I can't and believe most people didn't thing. think their shit through like that, right? Like, most people don't have their shit consistent. Right, right, right. I gotta give you props for that. Well, it's like my 14th email address. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I, I sent it from... I forwarded Sorry, it from Lady Bomber to you. Oh, Lady B! My, name. my primary... La what do you say, bro? Oh, my bad. Primary? I just wanted to ask Lady B a question real quick. Lady B, uh, what was the name of the book that Joe Biden, or which version of the Bible, or what the fuck was it that Joe Biden swore in on? What was that big-ass book that he swears in on, if you know, since she probably knows. Coalition. But what were you what saying, were you Coalition? Saying? What's your preferred program? That's how boring this man was, that he got swore in. And the only thing that people noticed was that he was using a different Bible. Right? No, but what were you yeah. saying? Oh. Oh, no, I was just talking about names. Yeah, I always think through my names. My email is my actual name. And then uh, 101. Yeah, used to be. And then, like, I, I teach people what I know. So my name, 101. Like, nice. introduction to what I know. I introduce people to knowledge. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. My other email is everyone's true daddy at gmail.com <laughs> get over here get on daddy's knee um, <laughs> as long as you thought it through you thought uh, it through I did, of course i just have so many emails because i've had a bunch of different businesses and shit right? but but yeah so for all my creative stuff i do it under this one and another day yeah everything online all the platforms yeah. Unified. All right, Damon. Wow, the Codex Gigas. Wow, that's impressive. Gigas, Gigas. It is an impressive book. It's fucking scary. I made it safely down the slide. I'm going to go find Lady B's table. And I'm just going to sit off in the corner of Lady B. Um, listening to you guys. I'm not going anywhere, Dave. I'm just going to be kicking back. Got some things to take care of, but definitely you guys are in my ear. Hey, yo. Right here. You know... But we got a we got a, a trick trampoline as well, so don't go too far. Don't stray. Right. Go to the R, to the R, to the two, to the two, to the two. What up, legends? 
Yeah, Lady B, if you know what that book was that Joe Biden sworn in on, uh, share it with me. I want to know about the stuff you guys didn't think through. That's the fun stuff. Come on. Almost everything. What's up, guys? How are you, Dave? What's up, True Dad Guy? What's up, Coalition? It's your boy, Legends. What up, bro? My shit says Legends everywhere. Um, it's a funny story about my name, though, is my name come from Larry Bird, obviously. People don't know that, but it's all good. What's going on this weekend, guys? Anything good? Hope you guys are well. Peace, love, and prosperity. It's your boy, Legends. Washington in the house with the Larry Bird reference right there, huh? Come on, Celtics. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Where did I park the car to that? Where did I park the car? I think you parked it in Boston. Okay. Well, what they said that because the Bible was so huge, it was an it was it was dated back to eighteen eighty four that it was a Mason, it was a Masonic Luciferian Bible oh, yeah, yeah. from eighteen eighty four, and so something about it being in his family. Now, again, yeah. I don't know how I can't confirm it per se, so I don't want to sit up here and actually talk shit that I don't know. But yeah. apparently, this was in his family. I'm going to have to do yeah, some digging and now. some research surrounding this particular Bible. But it's very clear that was exactly what, because that thing is not a small Bible. That sucker's pretty no. big. Hell but, yeah. um, like, it's not big to where you can't carry it, but it's definitely one of those, like, even there's a picture of um, Jill Biden actually um, holding it. She has to hold it with both hands because it's that it's pretty heavy. But I'm going to yeah, do some yeah. digging about that. Motherfucker looks like it weighs 20-some pounds or something. Yeah, I, I want to mention of it. Uh, I'm as, sorry, far as, it being, like, as far as it being, you know, like a family heirloom, you know, his mm -hmm. <clears throat> royal heritage and all of that. Like, yeah, all of yeah. that stuff. Because it I was the day after he got... Um, initiated into that whole you know what i mean presidency yeah that's that's when i looked it up and um it was on google and i went probably i didn't i only used for a reference i went probably went about five pages in google trying to figure it out and then later when somebody asked me about it i tried to find the information but it was redacted it was entirely scrubbed off google i couldn't find anything related to it this is what they do yeah, what I wanted to say is that, uh, I forgot. Oh, uh, you're cutting out, Dave. Nope. Yeah, you're cutting out. How's that? Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, to be honest with you. It's like background noise and you sound distant. It's like static. Yeah. Real, but still, yeah. Okay, let me swap out a cord. Coalition. Yes, sir. Check your DM real quick on IG. Look at that picture. Look at that picture of the Codus Gigas. Look how fucking huge that thing is compared mm -hmm. to even Biden's book. I'm gonna pop this one. Real quick. You got a small pee pee, don't you? Huh? You got a small pee pee? Wait, I thought children weren't allowed on this app. I'm confused. I haven't heard child in a while. How did you make it through? I don't know, but I'm gonna go ahead and uh, report him for being uh, underage. Oh, it's always wow. weird when someone with the smallest pee pee in the world tells you you have a small pee pee. Like, wait, it's like what? <laughs> why are you so Why are you so obsessed with phalluses at your age, bro? Get off the internet. Get off right. the internet, or stop hanging out with your uncles. Yeah, whichever uncle that is, probably ain't the right uncle to be around. The wrong one. Mm -hmm. Friendly advice. Did you see that photo? Yeah, I see. I think I've seen this before. Well, probably. I mean, it's world famous, but I mean, still at the same time, a lot of people don't know about it, but look how fucking huge that thing is. I probably just didn't remember the name. 165 pound book, bro. Yeah, no, that would definitely, that, that was not it for sure. 
Right, right. Okay. That thing is huge and, and literally written on flesh. Yeah, that's better, bro. Hell, bro. Yeah, we can hear you. That sucks. I must have a bad cord because I, uh, I was going through my mic setup in my. I'm in my little vocal booth with my mic setup and everything, and mm-hmm. so I, it it must be a bad USB cord. So now I just got my like you know those iPod headphone type things. Yeah, they're working like a champ. Plugged into the plugged into the phone. Those are always a good backup for anybody, you know, listening or anybody that does podcasts. Like a good backup to have. Always have two pairs of these things. Just the regular old Apple earbud things. Yeah, but with the you know, depending on whatever plug in you got, I have the three you know three three point five millimeter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are the best sound quality that you can get out the box. Uh, you know, if you're not going to have a microphone, hmm. just an FYI for people. I'm hearing wind somewhere. Is somebody outside? Yeah, that would be me. Uh, it's coalition. True, Dab. You sound quiet as a quiet as a as a church mouse as a as a. As a as a satanic church mouse waiting to pounce. Do I still <laughs> sound quiet? No, I mean, no, you sound fantastic. I mean, like there's oh, no okay. noise, like your mic sounds good. Oh, I'm in the studio. Yeah, what do you, what, well, can you describe your space to us? And for, for people listening, because like, take note, people, this, he sounds good, right? He's in a soundproof room. I'm literally in an empty room right now where I have to get my desk up here next weekend and everything else, set it all up. But, dude, have you ever seen the front of that book and how ornate it is? I don't believe so. Now that I'm thinking about it, because that particular, that specific page with the the demon on it looks very, 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 very familiar. Send it to me. I haven't seen it. Um, But Coalition... uh, and true dab, what I wanted to say is it it can't be a well, unless Biden is like a thirty-three degree Mason, the books have to stay in the Masonic Library. Like I wanna be a Mason, right? And uh and as soon as I become a Mason, then I can't talk to you guys anymore about Masonic shit. Otherwise you know You're excommunicated, yeah. Oh, you yeah. You did. It, it's it may be some sort of Masonic uh, version, but it's something that's literally probably uh, even as they say um, passed down in, for generations in his what it probably up as corrupt is. family. Yeah, it's probably his lizard history, right? Could easily be. Oh yeah, check your DMs, Dave. A lizard book, right? Oh, uh, uh, like a bloodline lineage. I mean, right. they could probably fit a nice a nice. Depending on how you uh, structured it, you could probably fit a nice amount of genealogy. Oh my goodness! No, the books, wow. the books, the books. Yeah, you see how it's big beautiful. it is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful though. <laughs> and the cover, the cover looks like a almost looks like a Ouija board. Like the Ouija board was designed after that cover, right? Right. Because that's the 13th century creation. This book. Wait a minute. And that's a human turning the pages? It's that big? Yeah, it's, dude. It's, it's like three feet of, tall. It's made of some sort of skin that they never identified. They never told and us what skin it was. They just and said it's it was meant to of. last thousands of years. Oh, it's human skin, dude. Come on. Definitely human skin, but it says like goat or sheep or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Sure it does. Of course it does. They have to, right? But come on. Come on. It's made by the richest people in the world way back then, for the richest people in the world way back then. You think what? that's fucking sheep or goat skin? Come on. Medieval society would not do anything that sick. Uh, you don't think so? You think that's sick? Of course they would. He's being sarcastic. He's practicing his humor. Yeah, because I think it's following through with alchemy. That's the word I was looking for. Alchemy is like, right? Like when we tried to define what alchemy is, we came up with the word magic, right? And we spelled it wrong with a, with a C. It's spelled with a K if True. you practice it. But, um, you know, but I, I digress. But 
Uh, you know, you guys just made me think of the Bohemian Club and the Bohemian Grove for some reason. What was it that you just said? Who? Coalition. Uh, who? Who? Uh, bars. I said who? Bohemian Grove. <laughs> who? Let's go. Bars. Oh, <laughs> shit. And then you go with the owl stuff? Who? Who? Oh, that was hilarious. So I, I worked there. Right. So not only did I work at the Bohemian Club in San Francisco, I was the security guard at the Bohemian Club. So sometimes I would open the joint and sometimes I would close the joint. Right. So I had keys. I would be the first person in sometimes and the last person out other times. Right. And it was way better to be the first person in because that place was haunted and it was creepy as hell. dude. It went six floors beneath the street level. Right. So. Three floors beneath the street level is this huge, like, Phantom of the Opera theater and with, like, 600-person theater, right? Big old, you know, it's just, like, mind-blowing. And there's these air shafts that connect all the different rooms. And in those air shafts, dude, something was following me, and then I tried to follow it, and I couldn't, (laughs) and, like, it was creeper. And then one uh, night, night, check this out. let me just give me 30 seconds. One night yeah, my bad, acro- across the street was this like hooker hotel, like a super cheap hotel. This uh, one night, the, uh, the, the medical examiner van pulls up, you know, it's never good when they pull up and they're out there all night, just double parked with the hazard lights on next day in the paper. I read that like this hooker got chopped up into a bunch of pieces and was there for like a week until she stunk really bad. Yeah. There's only two pictures in that entire book, uh, the Codex Gigas. It's that pic- that page you saw with the picture of the devil facing a picture of the city of heaven. Um, it's 310 pages currently. It used to be 320, so 10 pages were removed at some point. Um, we're, we don't know what. It's supposedly what made out of 100. 100 ah, I know. I'm curious. There's an entire Bible in there and then five other long texts. Um, there's... Uh, it's supposedly made out of 160 animal skins, uh, most of them donkeys, allegedly. Uh, yeah, right. It's just what they are is they're trying to explain it's a really, really big piece of skin, but we know what it is. It puts the lotion on its skin. Right. Come on, it's we saw that movie. If if you can uh if you can jab point seven point seven billion people, I think uh, we should be able to. You know, what I mean, have a, a digital a digital online copy of. There book. are, but it, it's written in Latin entirely. Um, there there are uh, versions of it online for us to to look at, just like the Emerald Tablets, as a matter of fact. But uh, there there are two magic spells in the manuscript too, and they're both having to do with uh, instructions specifically given on how to identify and catch a thief. Do you have them? They're in the book. In the book. Uh, I can get them. They don't don't quote them? Not in this particular resource I'm looking at. Because that would be some powerful shit if we could recite a spell, an ancient spell, like live. I wouldn't even fuck with that. I wouldn't even fuck with that. Oh, I would be all in. Kidding me? Me either. Me either. Me either. Well, I mean, I can see. You know what I'm saying? They are thieves and they. They're thieves and they're liars, so it's not in it's not in their interest, obviously. If right. that were the, if that were the case, it's not in their so, interest. I I remember where I was going with my uh, Bohemian Club story. <clears throat> As I I worked up at the Bohemian Grove, right? And you guys have all heard like the, you know, whatever quote unquote myths about what they do up there, right? Um, I haven't heard all of them, but I know that they all met pillars of industry right. and. The heads then, of industry, the heads of government. Once it was ousted, they had to pick new places, of course. And, well, not really. They still go there. It's actually protected airspace. So if you were to fly over the Bohemian Grove, your plane, you'll just be shot down, no questions asked. And then they'll they'll figure it out later. But the plans for the atom bomb were actually finalized there at the camp. And um, I didn't know any of this when I worked there, but I worked there for two months at the Grove itself. And... Uh, if anybody's seen Alex Jones, you know, Alex Jones gets a bad rap now as a total tinfoil hat, right? But, yeah, but he, he did definitely... break some stories. Mm-hmm. He did. 
And uh, one thing he did was he snuck into the Bohemian Grove. And a lot of people say maybe he was let in, you know, maybe he's part of the establishment, whatever it is, the footage, excuse me, <clears throat> he, sh he did this video on YouTube and he shows him sneaking into the Bohemian Grove and watching the, the cremation of care ceremony. And what he shows in that video, I can vouch for, I saw the same damn thing with my own damn eyes. So I can vouch for that. That is absolutely what went down. They had what looked like the Grim Reaper in, in, a, in a pole boat go across a shallow lake with what looked like a baby wrapped in a sheet. They say it's an effigy, but what is an effigy? It's just something that's meant to be something else, right? So these are the richest people in the world. They're not gonna use like a, a fake baby. So, you know, 30,000 kids a year disappear in California. That was one of them. So they're pole boating this baby across the lake to the altar, which is like a, a an Aztec sacrificial altar, waist height, about six feet long, about three feet, two and a half feet wide, um, with a huge 30-foot stone owl behind it. On the left are three guys in black robes. And on the right are three guys in red robes. And then a guy in a white robe goes over to the baby and lights it with a torch. And it goes up in flames like it was soaked in gasoline. That's about what I recall, minus the coloration. It was green. And then, the, and then everybody starts partying for the whole week. That's, that's like the, the celebration that sets off the party. Yeah, that's uh, that would be the 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 layman's or the the common man's uh, equivalent of everybody. You know, let's toast and take a shot before we all get fucked up. Right. Yeah. So the so the one percent are off there going, yeah, let's let's toast and kill a, a peasant, and then let's party. Basically. Right. And then they probably go drink adrenochrome at midnight. Gross. I didn't uh, mean to get. I didn't mean to get all extra on you guys. No, well, I forgive you. It's all good. There's still a lot of people who don't know. You know, what I'm saying a lot of this stuff. So, what did you want to break down about 9/11 on Wednesday's show, Dave? That we didn't have an opportunity to. One of the things I wanted to talk about was. The financial aspects, like um, what went away that day, right? All the records you know? that were burned in Building 7, you're talking about? Oh, Building 7. Also, um, in both of the towers, in the offices that were hit, uh, uh, you know, Cor do you know Corbett Report on yeah, YouTube? Yeah. Corbett Report did a great special on this called 9-11 follow the money, the missing trillions. And, oh, yeah, uh, you're the one who hit me to that, actually. And it's brilliant. And there is, I think, what is it, Jessica or something McClintock, but there's two financial giants, right? And they all were doing scandalous shit, and those are exactly where the planes hit, that exact office. Like, wow. And was then, one of them Enron? No, no, Enron was, was in Building 7. Ah, uh. So, so the, all the all the records for the Enron investigation, which would have indicted Bill Dick Cheney, right? It would have gone right back to the White House, right? Everyone's favorite Dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, or least favorite Dick. Like he gives Dick a bad <laughs> name. Like even if you like Dick, kiss the uh, right? <laughs> Dick gives Dick a bad name. But yeah, no, a, after the, the records for the Enron investigation were in Building Seven, dude. I know, it's fucking it was, crazy. What'd you say, Coalition? What the fuck am I looking at in the sky? Probably chemtrails. Uh, no, oh, yeah, those are just chemtrails. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just chemtrails. It's, it's just, just geoengineering. Don't worry Microscopic particles of aluminum. They're killing us slowly. Killing Wait. us softly. 
I see that as well. But I don't know. Because it's the sunset. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But I see the chemtrail. The sun setting early, it's probably just one of those Bill Gates-sponsored programs to block out the sun. No big deal. Okay, do you guys know about Bill Gates is now the biggest owner of farmland in the U.S.? He has been for months. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. for yeah, exactly. For a like long time. Three or, three or four months. But yeah, like that's fucking crazy, right? Because what's he doing? He's a big it's fan absurd. of GMOs. So he's not gonna like oh, yeah. he, he's not he gonna owned, start he a owned a huge farms. chunk of Monsanto before they right. got sold off to Bayer. He also right. is the largest private investor in all the fake meat companies, Beyond Meat, Impossible Burger. Uh, and I, he, he I also hate- I hate that we can't play clips on stereo. Stereo, you got to fix that because I should be able to play this thirty-second clip from a TED talk that he did, where Rant he says, plays clips all the time on here, bro." You know where he says, like, but he says this, and you can find it. Uh, uh, Bill Gates on TED talk, and he's talking about population, and he's like, "If we get, if the we do a good right, job on we vaccines, do a good job we on can limit the world's." Population Thank you. Growth. If we do a He's good like, job with GMOs and vaccines, we can get the population growth down to zero. Now, you tell me how that works. If vaccines actually save people's one lives, of these, one of these variables down to near zero. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you guys That's, both saw it. So you tell me how that makes sense, unless he's talking about culling the herd, right? Right. Right. And the audience the just started sense. busting out in laughter. The whole audience, as soon as he said, we need to get this uh, this number down near close to zero, everybody just started laughing. Because I actually watched like, that TED Talk. And they're like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, why the fuck oh, hell yeah. They're clapping because they're like, oh, hell yeah, we got to get rid of those poor people, right? Right. Let's clap it up because they're all on a golf course, right? Let's be real. Who's at that TED Talk? People oh, who, worship, people who worship Bill Gates and paid like fucking the football ticket prices to go see him i bet right yeah you couldn't you couldn't let me around bill gates he's not making it up oh hell no dude you know what have you guys ever seen him get pied in the face you can see it on youtube yeah 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 (laughs) oh it's brilliant it's brilliant he's he got it twice and now it's a felony to hit a rich motherfucker in the face with a pie (laughs) (laughs) the bill gate law (laughs) it's the bill gate law you got gated Right, right, right. Gates gate. And then then in a bunch of states, then you wouldn't be able to vote because now you got a felony. So, oh, snap. Gotcha. I mean, how often did they expect this man to get hit in the face? (laughs) Well, now it's for any rich person, not just Billy G. I think think if they didn't pass that law, they knew it was going to happen to him like every week because he's such (laughs) a douche, right? (laughs) Come on, Dab. You and me would be in line, right? I don't want to waste a good pie. Oh, no, I'll buy you one, dude. I'd, I would buy you a cream pie. You well, buy me? me two. We'll use one on Billy, and then uh, right. we'll enjoy the other. You know what I would have done to, to add a little spice to it? I would have gotten a homeless person to skeet on that pie first. <laughs> why, why does it have to be a homeless person? Just because that would be that much better to have some homeless skeet all, <laughs> all up on Bill Gates' face, and he might get a little bit in the mouth. Gross, man. Right? <laughs> oh, Gross. Gotcha. Right. Just I saying. mean, that kind of. Just yeah. He'd probably just think it's a pie at first and then try to lick it off. Yeah. And then and he'd the, be like, oh, oh there's homeless skeet on that. <laughs> Is that salt of caramel? And then he'd be like, oh, wait, it's that. Oh, it's that familiar taste that I don't talk to Melinda about. <laughs> huh? Oh, okay. Wow. Hell no. <laughs> Did they get divorced? Yeah, and you know why they got divorced? Thank you for the lead-in. Oh, bro. Same you know reason got... Jeff Bezos and his girl got divorced a year and a half prior? Uh, because of Epstein. Because um, Bill Gates would not stop hand- hanging around Epstein even after he was prosecuted and found guilty in Florida. Just like your boy Prince Andrew. Yeah, I always like to call him Prince Albert just because it sounds better. <laughs> he actually he has a Prince Albert. Does he? He interview with somebody about that, didn't he? Like Prince Andrew's of... got an Albert. What? What did you say, Coalition? He did it in uh, Bill Gates did an interview yeah. with about that, didn't? 
Uh, Andrew they, did. They asked him about that whole uh, the marriage thing. They were like, we, we don't mean to get into your personal business. But you have a nail through your dicks. But uh, <laughs> have been known to hang around. You know, they, they did it in a very, like, you so know. you had Christmas ornaments on your penis. Yeah. I they would have to sorry. take it away. And um, in comparison with Epstein. And you know he he changed his body part. You know body body language uh-huh. is a motherfucker. These are listen. Body they don't know anything. Seventy percent of lions. Yep. They don't know anything about body posture because they they I don't know they lack social skills. Clearly, oh, totally. That's like Bill Clinton saying I did not have sexual relations with that woman while he's nodding yes. He's saying right. no while he's nodding yes. Like, I totally did that shit. <laughs> and every single time that Bill or Melinda talk about something going really bad with the pandemic or anything else and a lot of lives being lost, they smirk smiling. every fucking They're time. smiling, bro. Like, it's right. working. It's working. Yeah, like it's fucking funny and they're fucking clever. Look how many peasants are dying. <laughs> right? It's fucking sick. It is, man. So you guys have heard about the the Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and their vaccines in Kenya, Africa, right? Uh, the ones that sterilize huge sterilize segments the of the population? Well, just the women. Yeah. <laughs> well, just yeah. the women. Yeah, I didn't know it was so, the babies. I thought it was women and children. But I guess well, exactly. Yeah. So, well, Female exactly. children. Female children. Exactly. They don't even trip on the men because, well, guess what? Oh, you don't have a womb. So they just Kinda make the like womb. Kind of like 5G does, actually. Dude, so how brutal is that, right? So uh, for a whole country, and it got to the point, I read this awesome article. It got to the point where, where Kenyan girls, you know, the, the, the rumor was traveling. So they would, when they heard the vaccine clinic was coming yeah, to their school, they'd jump out the windows jump and run windows home. Like, fuck right, that, I'm right. out. Right. Smart. So... Well, smart, but when but when do you like start taking them out? Like right, like the right wing is really good. Like I started this off with, the right wing has assassinated every leader I ever had. The left wing has no assassins. What's up with that? They contract. You mean to, t- you mean to tell me? Well, yeah, the left doesn't pay as good as what you're saying. The le- no, the le- they left. They're not going to do any kind of dirty work. You know what I mean? They'll contract. The in in my in my opinion, they're not gonna actually physically go out there and do much of anything. So do you, mean to tell me, do you mean like to tell me that something. there you mean to tell me that there's not one single ex Marine that's like pissed off about like, God damn it, I thought I was going to, to preserve democracy, not not like restore oil profit or something. You mean to tell me there's not one of those guys that's like pissed off enough to like get a couple buddies and take care of some shit? In in its modern day form, I don't believe so because that's not what's that's not the topic of discussion. That's not their talking point. Well, but they wouldn't be talking about it anyway, right? They'd just be doing it, but they're not doing it, and that that's what puzzles me because the right does it all day long, and we just sit there and we go, "Oh my God, let's all let's all sing Kumbaya, let's have a campfire, let's fucking roast some s'mores and talk about how horrible it was, but let's not fight back." You do a good right. ass Mountain Leanne impression. Yeah. You sound like Mountain Leanne when you do that. Let's all just turn on NPR and do nothing. The whole left. my lord. It's either. It's Off. It's always oh, come off. Lord, oh, my God. What'd you say, coalition? Sorry. That side has always come off to me as like a victim mentality either a victim mentality or it's um passive aggressive to the point of right. getting you to you know break your i don't know just make you feel bad and just go along with the flow because you're outnumbered that just that that's social that's how they do everything you gotta do your part with the vaccines there's no, there's no there there right like eventually you would get tired of getting punched in the mouth and you would punch back right eventually but you would think you would think like, yeah, any sane human would do that, right? Like, eventually, like, even if I'm, I'm a pacifist, right? But 
you smack me once, I'll be like, a motherfucker, right? Then you smack me again, I'm going to think about it. You smack me again, I'm probably going to fight you to the death. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Do it again. What up, Genki? All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.